Before we start today's show, everybody, don't forget, we are now over on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash x1bros. We've got clips of the podcast dropping every single day of the week. We also do all of our live streams there, so come join us. Make sure you subscribe. Hit the notification buttons. We are on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash x1bros. And now, to the show. everybody to another show we are the x1 bros this is your positive gaming and xbox one community as always i am joined by the bros the x1 bros this is podcast number 319 mr mcspicy how the hell are you i'm doing good I'm doing there really he is yeah, jordan yeah. the man what is up to looking good Hello. in that haircut by Thanks. the way sporting a nice haircut mm-hmm. last but not least i am x1 we are the x1 bros Jordan, you, before the show today, you were talking a little bit about your goals with the Minecraft. Well, can, can we review that again? Tell me, tell oh, me what yeah. your goals are. I honestly wasn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't uh, find it interesting then, but let's find it interesting no, so at the I've, beginning uh, of the show. I've been playing a lot of Minecraft Dungeons and a lot of regular Minecraft. I'm up to the power level 70 now in Minecraft Dungeons. So nice. the, I think the cap is like 108. You're at 70? Power level 70, yeah. Uh, like last night, we were just at your power level 50. I'm 70 now. Wow. Yeah. You're putting in the time. Wait, because I actually, psychotic, right? I actually, was he leveled up higher? No, no, that was before. So, oh, okay. but no, uh, I was, I'm actually at like 72 or something like that. But anyway, so I want to try and get to the top, which is like 106 or something like that, 108, something like that. But anyway, sure. I want to try and get all the achievements in that game, which is, uh, I've only got like three left. So that was on hard. But playing that game has made me play Minecraft more, regular yeah. Minecraft. And yeah. I want to try and get all the achievements in that game as well. So wait, have you so, been on the realm lately? I was on just before I got here. Oh, what were you, do- tell me what you, do- what were you doing? I was preparing for a journey into the nether. To oh, find and how are you stuff. prepping? I'm just putting on a lot of gear and <laughs> yeah. bringing, uh, nice. bringing, uh, uh, materials for a portal. Now, do you have, how big is your group that's going to join you on your journey to the nether realm? Uh, I think right now it's just me and one other guy. <laughs> I think you might need Lewis more. and Clark. Yeah, Lewis and Clark. He literally is Lewis and Clark. No, because uh, what happens with the Nether update is they added new biomes, and it's actually an achievement to unlock those or to find those biomes. So I mean, with you know, gotta find them anyway. But um, I think one person in our realm actually found it because there was some material from those new new. But the oh, thing I'm is, sure, is, I'm sure that's been found. Is uh, w- from what I understand is the new Nether update basically it generates beyond what you've discovered already okay. so in our realm we've discovered a ton remember, of remember the, after we killed the ender dragon we just kept going yeah and that that you know in hindsight we should have maybe made it a perimeter for future updates because now we have to go way to get the new stuff right way out there but there also is a, a new material called netherite which is mm. stronger than diamond Oh, so wow. there's, there's a new there's a new king of the block stepping up their game. Yeah. Literally king of the block. Uh, yeah. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you got no, it. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. No, so, cool. And there's an achievement to wear full netherite armor. So. 
Oh. Uh, but uh, anyway, so so yeah. That's so your I'm, journey into uh, Minecraft. I think someone already found it, but I've yet to be there. So I, I'm going to go in and, and, and find uh, what other people have probably already found. So Very cool. That's I mean, that's exciting. If you guys are interested in the Minecraft realm, come and join it. It is... Or uh, it is happening. It's happening big time. Just just message me on Discord. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a happening um, place. The only way to describe it it's is it's happening. happening. <laughs> it's happening. I love it. I wish they would just increase the like total cap number that you could have of people in the realm at any one time. Then we could do some crazy cool things with that. Speaking of that, our gamer club of the month, our gamer gamer club the of game the month club of the month. <laughs> The I game of the I'm, month. I don't know what I'm saying here. Do it, it, it's Rise, Son of Rome. Yeah. So every month we do a month yeah. that we play together as a community. You played. There, there is a channel in Discord called Gamer Club, and this month's game is... In our Discord. In our Discord, yep. Yeah. Server. This this month, it's Rise, Son of, Son of Rome. And uh, yeah, I saw you streaming that, actually. Dude, ask me how I like it. Um, it's better than I thought. Oh, well, that's a good, game. It's a good game. It's yeah. better than I thought it was. It's. I thought it would feel clunky. I thought it would feel old and dated, and it really doesn't. The only thing is, there's not a. It's not X enhanced at all. I don't well, know it's why. A launch title. That so. one would be. And I think they gave up on it. Oh, they the should developer. make another game. It's a really solid no, I game. Think, uh, I think they would have. I think uh, they could have made a good sequel to it. They've also know. have some really cool stuff. They've got leaderboards in there. They've got multiplayer is not the greatest. It's basically horde mode. And that's fine, but the leaderboards are in there are pretty well fleshed out. Their achievement system and their, uh, you know, like find all the collectibles as you go through the levels, yeah. beat the levels, a certain thing, is also really well fleshed out. As w- It's a good game. It's better than I thought it would be going back. I thought it would have shown its age, and it does in some parts, but overall, it's it's not only as good as I remember, it's actually better than I remember. The fighting is on point. The controls are reactive. It's yeah. amazing. I love that game. How did it look from uh, from a stream watching it? Did it look as cool as it used to or no? Yeah, no, it looked fine. Dude, and let me tell you, when you multi-execute people, yeah. oh, stab oh. their sword down their throat. Oh, oh. The, my favorite just one, not a feeling like My it, favorite it? one is he uses his shield to like push you out of the way and then stabs you in the back of the neck. <laughs> oh, uh, you are a badass. Yeah, yeah. You That's are a true. badass in that. Yeah. Way to go. Way to, way to be a badass. Thank you. A lot of news dropped this week concerning the Xbox and the Xbox One. And we're going to go over and discuss it. Uh, one article in particular that I'd like to review with you guys. Just talking about and questioning. Uh, this this was across multiple sites. But the article we're referring to is over at GameIndustry.biz. It asks the question, are Xbox Series X developers being held back by the Xbox One? The idea here is that because... Developers have to create games for multiple platforms that they're being held back by the Xbox One. I'm just going to go over uh, some of Phil Spencer's response from the story real quick, and then we'll discuss. Does that sound good? That sounds, so it, like, that sounds really good. Again, this is uh, by Christopher Dring <laughs> over at GameIndustry.biz, and I just want to discuss, and overall I want to discuss the strategy here, because this is a clear, basically this article is saying that PlayStation and Microsoft are taking two very different strategies, but we'll go over it. Uh, this is what they say. It says, this time, talking about the strategy, things are a bit more interesting. Beneath the surface, there's a significant difference in the objectives of the two big competitors. For Sony, it's similar to the past 25 years with PlayStation boss Jim Ryan telling us last year how he wants to upgrade people from the PS4 to PS5 as quickly as possible. For Xbox, the platform is less the new console and more the Game Pass subscription service. It wants to grow its existing user base of 10 million subscribers 
by making its exclusive games available on PC, Xbox One, Series X, and its xCloud streaming service. That's why Microsoft has said that its slate of games for its next console for the first year at least will also work on the current machine. First of all, any anything to say about that? I mean, we, we knew that it was the strategy pretty much. Yeah. I mean, from the beginning, we've been talking yeah. about that all along. Anything jump out to you guys there? No, nah, I mean, that's, I mean, that's ex- pretty par for Sounds the about it, right. It is what it is. It's just explaining their strategy, which we've been talking about for years yeah. on yeah. the show, yes. Uh, Microsoft feels that by doing this, it has the potential to attract a far bigger user base than was possible with just a new piece of hardware. Yet the lack of a genuine Series X exclusive also potentially, in the words of one fellow journalist, quote, hands the keys of to the console market to Sony, unquote. Whatever the outcome, it's certainly not a typical console transition. Let's talk about that quote right there. Spicy, I know you have some feelings yeah. on that quote. Uh, the quote's hilarious. <laughs> because <laughs> the, they're now quoting themselves. Journalists are quoting <laughs> themselves. Uh, what was that? Uh, where, where in the you? words of one fellow journalist. In the words of one fellow journalist, because they X- said this. Because yeah. Xbox, the, the idea here is that because Xbox doesn't have an Xbox Series X only game, uh, like PlayStation is supposedly going to have, uh, he says it's handing the keys to the console market to Sony. I I could not disagree with that statement more. I disagree as well. It's uh well it's it's traditional thinking for sure. Like yeah. you know it's traditionally what has sold consoles has been games, right? I mean that's why the Xbox exists because of Halo. Um, we ha- the Switch was really popular because Nintendo held back the release of Breath of the Wild. And uh, that was actually, I would say that that is a good example of a game being available on two separate consoles. Yeah, and everybody wanting to play it on the better of the on two the consoles. consoles yeah. So maybe that Nintendo ver- way to you know maybe that was, I mean, it's related to to what we're talking about, but that is an, an example of a success story of still having it on previous consoles Agreed. and having the Switch just do tremendously well because of that game or because you know. Even though, even though, notwithstanding that it was released on both, it sold the Switch. Yeah, quite, quite a lot actually. It made it very, very popular. I, th- um, but I think the I, I agree with you there, and I think the the reason that I disagree with with that quote that it's handing the keys of the console market to Sony is that Microsoft isn't. They're not viewing the console market in this narrow like we want to sell consoles. They're viewing it as we want to sell our games as a service, right? We want to sell For our sure. Netflix yeah. subscription service, IE Game Pass, which they do recognize in the well. In and the thing. it's still an exclusive to Microsoft. So, for example, if they the new Halo is coming out on the Xbox uh, Series X and the Xbox One, so they're still getting you into the Xbox ecosystem, yeah. right? Which theoretically would then make you update to the new stuff, right? And you know. Because once you're in, you're in, right? Yeah. Uh, it's not saying that PlayStation strategy is wrong. It's just different at this point. Mm-hmm. And and I, the reason I disagree with that statement that it's handing the keys to Sony is because I don't think it does. I don't think Microsoft is not competing in that way anymore. Like, this is a completely different strategy. But let's continue. Uh, the article goes on and says, but what does this Xbox strategy mean for the games its studios are making? In another recent interview with Jim Ryan, Jim Ryan is the Sony boss, uh, we asked him if he would consider following a similar model to what Xbox is doing. He responded by saying that, quote, it is time to give the PlayStation community something new, something different that can really only be enjoyed on the PlayStation 5, unquote. I mean, that's exactly what you would expect him to say. Um, yeah, for sure. Big games are coming to the PlayStation 5. That's where we mm-hmm. want you to experience. Absolutely. Sony is tasking its studios to make games that are only possible on the more advanced machine, whereas Xbox is asking its studios to make games that can work across generations. 
It's a difference that sparked online social media debates over whether the Xbox studios are being held back as a result. Here's what Phil Spencer had to say about that. Are Xbox studios being held back as, as a result of having to create games across multiple platforms? Frankly, he says, held back is a meme that gets created by people who are too caught up in device competition. He says, I just look at Windows. It's almost certain if the developer is building a Windows version of their game, then the most powerful and highest fidelity version is the PC version. You can even see that with some of our first party console games going to PC, even from our competitors, that the richest version is the PC version, yet the PC ecosystem is the most diverse where it comes to hardware. When you think about the CPUs and GPUs from years ago that are there, he says, yes, every developer is going to find a line and say that this is the hardware that I am going to support. But that the but the diversity of hardware choice in PC has not held back the highest fidelity PC games on the market. The highest fidelity PC games rival. Did I miss where I'm at? Rival. Rival something. Anyways. <laughs> you want my? Oh, there we go. Favorite? Rival anything uh, that anybody has ever seen in video games. So this idea that developers don't know how to build games or game engines or ecosystems that work across a set of hardware. There's a proof point in PC that shows that that's not the case. Thought on that. So that's the that's ultimately what come up is over social media this week. Is Xbox holding back its developers because they're requiring them to go across platforms? They can't just focus in on this one piece of hardware and maximize, get all the potential out of it. Let's start with Jordan. You had your hand raised. Go. Well, no, I just uh, well, I mean, I don't think it's holding back their developers for for a few reasons. Right. Uh, but one going comparing it to the PC, so he he disagreed with Phil Spencer's statement on the PC, saying that the PC games do not hold back. Like the PC has not held back developers, right? Well, well, he's just saying. No, Phil Spencer just said that that's proof. I mean, it doesn't hold back developers. That's proof on the PC. that it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah. That's, yes. Because yes, of the diversity of all the hardware, you can get yeah. different CPUs, GPUs. No. no yeah. yeah. But no, and that's stuff. and that's and that's my my point. Because if you let's take a game like The Witcher Three, because it had that crazy hair stuff, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. The Nvidia yeah. hair. Yeah. Right. So if you had a machine that could do that you can crank everything up and the game looks gorgeous with that crazy hair especially when you came across a bear and half the time it still crashed your computer <laughs> you know if you did yeah, yeah. but you can also make the game look like a potato yeah you know what yeah. i mean like basically with with you know your pc setup and you and as a pc user you have the sliders and the customization to do that i feel like with the xbox consoles they're just doing that slider magic for you right yeah whereas on the x for example let's say uh on the xbox one you're getting the you know the medium preset whereas sure. on the xbox series x you're getting the nvidia hair technology you know exactly. what i mean so i i just think they're doing that for you now that Again, I, I agree, did not hold back The Witcher. It was still a very good-looking game when it came out. I don't think it held holds back any games, right? But uh, also, to the point, I feel like the first year of a new console cycle, most developers are making dual games anyway. Yeah, I mean, when you uh, look, at, I look at Assassin's Creed Black Flag, came out on 360, came out on the Xbox look One. Look at Grand look Theft Auto. Gra you know, yeah, yeah. Every, yeah, look, yeah, look at Grand Theft Auto, right? The one that's still selling great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. Um, and I think, I don't know if it's in this article or somewhere else where I read, I think it was this one. They talk about for the first year or so, the Microsoft Game Studios will be that dual compatibility, right? I believe at a certain point, just like in the PC market space, they're you'll, not gonna. They're gonna. It's gonna to cut off your old hardware. Yeah, because the old. It just, hey, it doesn't work on the 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 Nvidia 500 series anymore, right? You know, and they, they do that in the PC space all the time, right? So same with the console. I think it's just gonna be the exact same setup. The only difference is on the PC, you have a slider to make your game look 
next gen where they're going to customize they're going to kind of control that for you right or yeah. the xbox is you know spicy does that make sense what i'm saying yeah okay. that makes sense spicy uh give me your thoughts and opinions on what phil spencer had to say in, ad- in addressing this idea that xbox is holding its developers back uh well i mean phil spencer said what i've been saying for several years actually it's we have a pc is a perfect example i don't want to just repeat what he says but exactly the case um and and I'd, I'd argue that game developers have anticipated this a little bit they sure. know known it's been coming you'll notice that a lot of the games coming out now right now for consoles let you choose whether you want to you know calibrate for you know frame rates or resolution right oh, yeah. you know Absolutely. a lot of the games you're starting to see that start to they're giving you options on a console where where Whereas that was kind of the case. Uh, I mean, you you had that in a PC sense. You just did it manually, just like Jordan said. You would say, "I want ultra. I want standard. I want I want this resolution with this." You know, you're trying to min max your your frame rates. Whereas the developers have started adding that into um, into the console space already. They've been doing that for I would say a couple of years by now. Since since, since Scorpio, the, yeah, since, since Scorpio, yeah. since Scorpio, they they've started to to be doing that. Yeah, I I think. I think uh, I think this article is really interesting. Um, that that I mean that you've been you've been talking about. I I, lo- I find it funny that they're asking about Xbox to Jim Ryan, who's the the PlayStation. Yeah, well, would they? Because I think this is the first time that both the PlayStation and Xbox have clearly different strategies, right? With the next no, oh, for sure, generation for sure. of console. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how that how that plays out. I don't I don't think either one is correct or, or incorrect necessarily. I just think that they're, they're different strategies, trying to accomplish different goals. It's well because what's interesting about it is uh, you learn about I don't know I learned about this years ago in economics the the big mover advantage or first mover, first mover advantage, advantage yeah. and, and then you have like the big the big movers. Whereas you'll see in a space where there's only a few companies that that dominate the space. When when one company goes forward and does makes a big change, everyone else follows, or that company falls back. Yeah. So um, that's I'm, we're, we're, that feels like what is happening here. Correct. Like we're we're waiting and seeing. We're gonna happens. see if it works. Uh, Sony and Nintendo will probably follow suit. If it doesn't work, Xbox Microsoft will back off. Yeah. I feel yeah. A, a little bit. Um, but I I think that Xbox. Their strategy is pretty sound, especially after last week's uh, episode where we talked about seventy dollars, you know, games Game prices, coming out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's going to be an interesting dynamic to see. Uh, do I pay seventy dollars for a game, or do I pay ten dollars this month, get that game, and three hundred others? Yeah, and then I don't, you know, I no longer need it. When you w- you would buy that subscription service, anyways, right? So it's, I think, M- Microsoft is kind of ahead. Of the curve, I think this is the. Fu- I, I I agree with you, David. I think this is the future of gaming, because of game pr- the the possibility of game prices going up, the way that they're doing, and the instant access to three hundred games that fast, yeah, without buying three hundred games, without having to buy it. Uh, and I mean, look at what we're doing here, just in our community. We're able, we have the flexibility to experiment and play different games that I wouldn't I wouldn't spend money to exp- I would not have purchased ever Yakuza 0 for sure for yeah. sure because I don't know that franchise I'm not mm-hmm. invested in that franchise someone said oh go buy it. you should buy it well maybe I've got other games that I I know about that I really want to buy but Game Pass opens you up that way to check it out this in the same way a Netflix uh, or a Hulu or an Amazon Prime lets you 
try out different films, different movies, you know, that you otherwise different would TV shows that you otherwise wouldn't, wouldn't, have, wouldn't have looked at. I would also add real quick um, that uh, a lot of the critics of consoles, whether on, on either side, a lot of like the, uh, the PC gamers that are sure. that the hardcore PC gamers, they've always, you know, and I, I really enjoy my PC, right? So just keep that in mind. I, I, I have actually been gaming more on my PC than ever before, um, but I just like games, right? So. I, I don't lean one towards the other. I like my exclusives on Sony. I like my friends on Xbox, and I like my hardcore games on PC. That's basically how I, I, I do it. But I find it uh, fascinating that a lot of the people don't recognize that PC is also a Windows product. <laughs> <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, I think there must have been a board meeting at Microsoft. Like, don't ever tie those together. <laughs> oh, no. Well, they were just like, wait a minute. Let's have them be on both. Yeah, let's, you know, let's make Xbox our brand well, across all platforms. Because PC is a Windows product. Uh, there are very f- I mean, there are people that play on Linux, okay? There are people that play on Macs. Yep. Few. Few. But they're there. They're yeah, there. I can open up my Steam library and show you the five <laughs> games. <that are> available <laughs> yeah, exactly. But PC is a Windows pro like that is a Windows platform mm-hmm. or a Microsoft platform. And it's been like for some reason, it's been like separated for the last twenty years that no, it's it's Xbox or or PC. Yeah. Now they're to the same. Particularly, you know, what, you know I, the meeting, the board meeting must have been. Well, well why don't we just brand it on both? <laughs> well, and triple underline that uh, with the get. This is what Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate does. It unifies yeah. those ultimately under one brand. In in addition to that, most I if not all, I believe it's all first party titles you'll get uh, if you buy in one place. You get them for both. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, Especially going forward. And they have my favorite feature uh, for for most of them that cross save. So I can I can pick up where I left off on my PC at work or, or whatever, right? Sure. I, I do find this article is really interesting and I'm not trying to, to knock on anybody, but I do find this article interesting because just recently Sony has decided to take two of their huge exclusive IPs and release them on the PC. Oh, it's definitely, right? like I said, it's, so definitely, it's, just, uh, it's definitely an experiment. Yeah, yeah. It, it does it, this it's work. Just, it's just interesting. Uh, Here's the thing. This article is not uh, the author is not taking a side. He's just reporting on no, what no, is I'm, out I'm there. No, I'm not. I'm not knocking on the author. I'm, oh, just, okay. I'm just because that's, it, that's why it, I said it I'm was not, all over social media. That's why. Week. That's why I'm just saying I'm not knocking on anybody. Yeah. I just find it interesting that Sony is releasing their exclusives on the PC. Yeah. Right? Well, you it was I mean? our. I mean, Xbox two series them. developers are being held back because they got to develop for all these consoles. Yeah, was yeah. all over social media. That's what this article is addressing. And Phil Spencer, I think, addressed it effectively by going right to the heart of the matter. Uh... Uh, he called he called it a meme. That was a the meme. best. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, no, it's 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 a really good article and it's a really interesting read. I just it's interesting. Here, here it is. This it's is my favorite quote. Frankly, <laughs> right there, you know you're about to get smacked by Spencer. <laughs> Frankly, held back is a meme that gets created by people who are too caught up in device competition, and that's exactly it. You can't you can't. It's not. It's a competition that Microsoft is not showing up to have. They're not. Well, not anymore. Yeah. I, I would argue that up until recently, Microsoft was competing with themselves oh, because yeah, yeah. of Windows, Windows yeah. and Xbox. Yeah. Now they're they're putting them together in the same pile. Well, it's almost it's almost can you ask the question, what's more valuable to you? Pushing your console out to potentially, you know, 
you know, so many people or pushing Halo out across three different devices oh, yeah. to potentially cool. more people. You know what I mean? Speaking like Halo, we got some Halo news. You know, you know what I mean? Oh, I cannot wait. So, you, yeah, you know no, I, mean? I agree. Like, well, the well, strategy like, is Phil Spencer has said we want we want a billion people playing our games. And the only way you get there is through an ecosystem mm-hmm. that's on every device. Yeah. And I think that's where we're going. In, close, in closing, I just want to read uh, Spencer's final statements here in this article. He says, as a player, you are the center of our strategy. Our device is not the center of our strategy. Right there. That's the difference. Microsoft's device is not. It's the software. It's this ecosystem. Uh, our device is not the center of our strategy. Our game is not the center of the strategy. We want to enable you to play the games you want to play with the friends you want to play with on any device. On TV, the Xbox console is going to be the best way to play console games. Xbox Series X is the most powerful console out there, and it will have absolutely the best versions of all our console games. But that's not to exclude other people from being able to play. He said, sorry, I'm a bit soapboxy with this one. Gaming is about entertainment and community and diversion and learning new stories and new perspectives and i find it completely counter to what gaming is about to say that part of that is to lock people away from being able to experience those games or to force someone to buy my specific device on the day that i want them to go buy it in in order to partake in what gaming is about gaming is bigger than any one device and that is something as an industry gaming is bigger than any one device and that is something as an industry that we've embraced all up as we bring more and more players in. I think it's vital to the role that gaming can play on the, the so, planet. So that was very eloquently eloquently said. I wonder if somebody was just like, he was late and he's like, okay, here's the deal. All right. Somebody like, he was trying to get somewhere. Somebody pulled him over. And it was just, you know, he's trying to get to his car or whatever. That's like that's a statement that's like well like look you're not well because I think what they're fighting is perception they're fighting against this old idea of console wars and Phil Spencer's saying well, we're think, not in the console war well I think it's focused towards someone <laughs> definitely yeah, that's a great that's a comment. very elegant kick he, in the balls it was an elegant <laughs> smash of the nuts yeah. <laughs> uh, he simultaneously smashing He's smashing nuts eloquently. That was so yeah. Well, he he well simultaneously said. flexed his nuts while smashing someone else's. Because <laughs> usually, usually he's I mean he's fair. I mean he's always eloquent, but that one's like it's like he started talking and then looked over at someone in the room and was making a really yeah, someone <laughs> someone pissed him off during this interview. Clearly, right. and he's just a, oh I'm sorry I thought you were I I didn't realize you were there. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, go read the go read the article. It's a very interesting one. It's over on gameindustries.biz. Uh, uh, I just really like the conversation that's happening there. I think I think what Microsoft is fighting, what Phil Spencer is, is pushing back on there, is this this idea that things are not as normal. That we're taking a different approach, a distinctly different approach, uh, and that's not holding back our developers. That's yeah. that's that's essentially what he's saying there. How it plays out. We don't know. We'll see how it plays out. I hope it I plays personally out think, well. I personally think it's the right move, um, but we'll see. Well, we could, it the could whole, be rough. The could whole be rough. idea of this is is play how you want to play, where you want to play, and I like that. I, I like being able to I – can, I can load up on the computer right here and continue my, my game yeah. from when I – let you know what I mean? I, I mean, like let's that. be honest. Microsoft has been really wrong before about a lot of stuff. <laughs> well, that's when they – I think they were wrong when – and they had the perception of being wrong – when they went away from the core gaming 
gaming. Yeah, it's a gaming device. Whenever they lean to the wrong outside of that gaming sphere, that's yeah. when they kind of. Uh, I'll right be honest with you. What this am- is this is very helping the consumer, the gamer. This is yeah. a very gaming centric strategy. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan McCaffrey said this week uh, that he thinks this is the most important conference, this July 23rd event in Xbox's history ever. Uh, do you guys agree with that statement? Well, I would if we didn't say it every year. No, that's what you know I was going to say. Like, so, yeah. I mean, like I, I would I, say that I every agree. year yeah, it's their most important. <laughs> no, I really, and, and I really I'll, do I'll, think this one is though. And I, last year I thought the same thing. No, but I think this. Well, but last year, but last year we thought that because we thought we were going to get more. No, more. If they screw up and they lose. <laughs> every no. time they talk, it but needs this, to be their most important. But in memory. my mind, this is such a big shift, and the way that you got, you got your. You know, you got it handed to you. I mean, the PlayStation player base is over 100 million. The the Xbox One player base is 50 million. The Xbox 360 player base was over 100 million, right? So you just got it handed to you this generation. With everything you've been working on over the last three years, going with the cloud, going with the Game Pass, it's all setting up to this moment. Mm-hmm. I think you have to... I I do think you have to you have to nail it to get it kicked I off think, correctly. I think this one probably has more eyes on it because it's a console year, right? But, that, but it's a shift. But I, I, I do agree with the fact. I, I think I think I do. Up until this point, I think that this is the most important conference <laughs> they have. Next year, a year in, I'm going to think the same thing. I think every year is the most. Okay, you can, yeah, okay yeah, fair yeah. enough. I just, I mean, this I just, is how I approach like grocery shopping. This like, is the most every important time I, I turn on my hardcore music and I go into that grocery store and I go, this uh, is the most important grocery shopping experience I'll ever have because I'm hungry right I now. I think the same goes for PlayStation. This is the most important Conference, conference for PlayStation history. as well, right? You know, I just, yes. that's the attitude you have to have to be a winner. <laughs> well, no, I mean, Mark, like, Sean Connery on the Rock, you know, losers. Well, we're laughing winners about it. Winners go home and the prom queen. We're laughing know? about it, but but Mark made a good point. You got to go into every conference like it's your most important conference. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it like makes it's your yeah. last. Yeah. Sean yeah. Connery, the Rock. Look, uh, look yeah. up those quotes. That'll inspire you. Uh, I do just want to say. Uh, a, a poll we put up a community poll today over on our YouTube channel. So on YouTube there are community polls. Uh, check them every Friday. We're going to be putting up a community polls uh, to discuss here on the show. The poll that was put up was where do you think Xbox should be put putting its focus for next gen? Uh, games ran away with it with sixty percent. Uh, number two came in was all of the above. The options were games, power, Game Pass, X Cloud, all of the the above. No one thing. Um, games overall. Agree with the community, uh, spicy. Disagree with the community on the importance of games for Xbox focus this next generation. Uh, no, sure. Um, if there's anything we've learned from every console ever, it's that games sell consoles. I really feel that, and and making it um, or sell. I would say at this point, sell hardware, right? Yeah. So, um, I would say that having access to 300 plus games. At any given time on any device, will will put you into that ecosystem. Yeah. So it, uh, it'll I would change it to not just consoles, but sell their product, and their product is no longer hardware driven necessarily. Although that is a piece of it, just like the, those numbers reflect. Sure. But sixty percent of them say the games are most important. You're getting access to three hundred games instantly with Game Pass. That's their marketing tool. That's that's what they want. They want you 
in that ecosystem, and I think that is a gamer-centric ecosystem. Yeah, in order to get you in that ecosystem, it's all about the games, right? And that's what's going to It's about the games, yeah. If in order to get me to watch Netflix, if they didn't have Witcher, I wouldn't watch Witcher on Netflix, right? I mean, that's it. The name of the game. The name of the game is the game. That's it. And I think that reflects, uh, actually, that's really interesting. The 60% said games. Uh, What were all the number? What were the... Uh, 60% said games. 1% said power. 6% said game pass. And I actually typed in games pass. (laughs) Uh, That's Uh, funny. I apologize. And I say that quite frequently. uh, So that was part of it too, but I I would mix game pass and games. Games and game pass. xCloud was 5% uh, and all of them, no one thing, was 28%. Uh, and I do think there is crossover there, obviously, because Game Pass and games, and also X Cloud and games are 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 kind yeah. of the same. So X Cloud is cool, and I and I've played X Cloud. I have it on my phone, and it it is exciting. But I think X Cloud is going to be like a like a second shelf for them. You know what I mean? Like, hey, well, right here's, now, here's our games. Here's the Xbox One X. Oh, and if you want to. Yeah, right now, you know that what I mean? will like, become as technology yeah. increases in bandwidth. I hope they don't give up on it because no, I, I, I think do so. think it is actually a very viable strategy, and it's it's cool, right? But uh, I agree, guys. That's our poll. It goes up uh, every single Friday over on our YouTube channel on the community tab. As long as you're subscribed to us, it'll show up in your free in your feed on Friday. Uh, vote, give us your opinion, leave some comments. I do want to just uh, read some of the comments. Rick Rick Gaffney says, "Games Pass." LOL, I love it when next one calls it that. So <laughs> so cute. Bless him. Well, thank you. Yeah, bless his little thank, heart. Thank you very much, Rick Gaffney. Uh, I have tried to correct you so many times on the show. It's just if tough. you think about it, though, it is plural. Games pass. There's plural. But that's there not what it game. is. There is more than one game on there. That's, it's, it's not singular. It's, it's, <laughs> your name is not David's. Uh, Blackburn, Matt Blackburn uh, writes in and says, Gotta be games. Also, the game pass is rather amazing as it is. Jose Mendez says, I selected games only because they already have a powerful console. Amen. Matt Balzi says, If they don't have good exclusive games, it doesn't matter how powerful the console is. An awesome gamer name says, Definitely games. If they put their focus on games, it will automatically enhance game pass. Or games pass. Yeah. I should say games I, pass. I should, I should say games passed. <laughs> just start. Just to bother. People. I know for a fact. Okay, everybody. I know for a fact. David mispronounces some words on purpose uh, just yeah. to prove a point. I really do. I, he's done it for years. So <laughs> I'm from now on. It's games passed. Games passed. Games passed. <laughs> games passed. Uh, that brings us to the next segment of our show, uh, Jordan. Tell us, what is happening in the world that is Xbox One this week? Uh, a lot of stuff, oh. David. Shifted oh. over to developers. Oh. The Ubisoft developer. Wait, do you have Halo news? Because I really want to talk to Halo news. Yeah, it's at the end. Okay, we'll okay, talk okay, about okay. the conference. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, I just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting hyped up here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. I'm horny, for, <laughs> I'm horny for Halo news. Yeah. They call that <laughs> HH. They Double call H. that... <sighs> Harlow. <laughs> what? Is Halo and Orny combined? I don't know. Hey, Lorny? I'm Hey, Lorny. Okay. Uh, hey, Lorny. I'm tired, guys. Yeah. I'm tired. Anyway, so Ubisoft, big one this week. Ubisoft Ooh. is having their press conference called yes. Ubisoft Forward. Forward Stream thinking. starting this Sunday. It starts at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, if you're somewhere else in the world, they have a whole map that tells you what time There's it somewhere else in the world, yeah. then suck it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, That's uh, no, they have Colossal a whole map, they have a whole map with all their start times. <laughs> what they're gonna definitely t- not. <laughs> Can we put that on our streams when we go live? 
We will be live on Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. The rest of the world can suck it. <laughs> All other time zones, All suck other it. Time zones can suck it. Dude, that'd be hilarious. Uh, that We're doing it from now on. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. All right, fair enough. So, it's going to become a thing. Let's piss it off just, all our... It just become X1 Bros culture. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a bold strategy to just try to piss off your audience. All other time zones, suck it. So they're going to do a uh, pre-show before the show, uh, which actually I, th- I think it, if... if <laughs> I mean, it's kind of funny. If done correctly, I think it'll go well. Hmm. But uh, no, what they're going to do is it sounds like they're going to do a pre-show that'll talk about Division, Ghost Recon, all the basically all their current games, and then yep. they're going to do their show. Uh, the pre-show's an hour, then they're going to do their show, which will last as long as it decides to last, uh, which it sounds like it'll be talking about upcoming games. Right? Yeah. Uh, which I think is, is kind of a smart way to do it. Uh, and we will be doing a stream for it. Uh, it might be... Uh, Jordan and myself. It might just be Jordan. We've yet to work out the details, yep. but stay tuned right here on YouTube. Uh, we w- You can join us. Yeah. We're going to be watching it live. Mm-hmm. So and if, that is a thing. Yep. You know what I'm actually really excited about this year? What? Is there's not... Well, actually, there probably still is. Never mind. Oh. So you're no longer excited no, for I just, the dancing? I, yeah, I was going to say there's not going to be a stage full of like there animals. That well, da- and, then I, and then I thought, oh, it's well, probably just going to be, be like CGI, yeah, CGI animals. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> or a but celebrity, it, uh, just or so you know, Just Dance 2020 will be at the show. Or a celebrity emceeing. They've done that the last three years, and it's terrible. Yeah. All you got to do, what you need to do is just pull up last year's or the year's year before on another screen, mute it, play it, and then watch this year's. And then you can always reference the other one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. For all the yeah, weird that's, that's giraffe, yeah. the dancing giraffe. So, Speaking stuff. of Ubisoft, did you see the leak on Far Cry 6? Yes, yes. The uh, bad we guy? We are also talking about that, which is very yes. cool. It is, uh, so, Spicy, the bad I guy, we like I know his name. Uh, I got to look at it. pull it up. If you go, uh, look up the, the leak. Uh, anyway, before we get to that, though. Oh, sorry. The Ubisoft conference. Okay. So, what I'm really excited for is, I don't know if you guys or the Wait, world. Wait, do you say Ubisoft? Ubisoft, yeah. I say Ubisoft. Yeah, I say Ubisoft. I know, this is actually exactly why one of the reasons that I mentioned. David purposefully mispronounces what? this. I think technically it is Did, Ubisoft. Well, no, te- they've come out and said it's well, Ubisoft. No, though they actually came out with a video that says it's whatever you want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> Did you not see that video? That's hilarious. They, they went to all their development studios and they said, hey, can you say the company name? And they're like, Ubisoft. It depended on what country you were in, actually. <laughs> and then some people were like, Ubisoft, Ubisoft. And it was like, you know what? Play the way you want to play well, then, and say then it the way you want to say it. They changed it because they officially came out and said it was Ubisoft. I think at like the beginning of this generation they did. I think, yeah. I think yeah, they did. And then I think it was causing too much office turmoil, so they yeah. just they changed. They, they wanted to the unify. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Ubisoft. The rest of the world can suck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if they said that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what's really exciting about this uh, for me personally, we didn't really talk about it Fog too much right. last week, yeah. but they're going to show off some new games. And one of those mm. games is a little game you may have heard of called Hyperscape. Oh, Hyperscape looks and so good. I have been I, I got into their tech test and I was playing it this weekend. The game is phenomenal. Mm. It's it's really fun. Um I, I think is that is that coming only to PC at first? Well, there's a rumor. So it's coming to everything. It's coming to PC and consoles, which is great. The rumor is there's a rumor out there. I don't know how true it is. The rumor is that they're gonna talk about it during the conference and launch it for all three you know pc console or pc xbox playstation at the same time right everybody thinks it's all because when i was playing the uh the tech test uh whatever you want to call it it felt done 
Like, I mean, there, there's probably some balance tweaks here and there that they can make. Uh, it does feel like there's kind of like a, a meta with some of the abilities and stuff. But that's always going to happen regardless of how many tests you have, right? People are going to find the meta, they're going to use it, and then you're going to balance it to make them use other stuff, right? Sure. But it, it feels like it's ready, and there was a couple of YouTubers I was watching, and they even said it feels like it's ready for the console. And, and there's a video out there I was watching and, and some other places online, some websites. Rumor is that they're going to kind of release it during the conference, kind of oh, one of those things like, yeah. hey, it's available now. Go hey, download it, and it's going to be available, or it's going to be close by, right? Okay. Um, it's going to be interesting. I I hope I hope they release it so sooner what, rather than later. So, what did you think of hyperspace? I think it's I think it's going to be hyperscape. I always want hyperspace. Yeah, it's hyperscape. I think it might be my new favorite battle royale. Well, well I will the say the reason being. Okay. Oh, well, I, well, I will say though, just from what all I've done is watch it. I've not yeah. played it like you. Just from watching it, it is fast. It is fluid. Uh, I love the atmosphere. It's just in this urban French futuristic city. Oh, is it uh, French? I, what, what, I it looks, know, I don't know, whatever. Oh, uh, Ubisoft. It looks it like might some be chateaus. Yeah, uh, and you're, I don't like it. You're, in, <laughs> you're indoor, you're outdoor. The movement is apex movement on steroids. It's uh, even Marcus said it, which is what everybody's saying. It. It's like watching Quake. Yeah, when I first saw it, instantly thought of Quake. Yeah. Super, super fast. Which I is like, terrifying. I, I love <laughs> Do you know why it's terrifying? Do you know how good the Quake players were? Oh, dude, I can imagine. The, it was the Quake players went to see us go. Oh, okay. okay. okay, okay. Yeah, that was the transition. Yeah. Quake, so, Quake players are good. But and if there's Quake, if I'm playing against Quake players. If there's a Quake Battle Royale, whoa. Yeah, I, that's what this is. Yeah. That's it is, yeah. Is. Well, I like it because it's it's like Quake. It's arena-ish. You know what I mean? Like, there's, there's no attachments to weapons. You can get better weapons. You upgrade your current weapons by basically finding a duplicate and it upgrades, right? But it's all very skill shots. You know, if you go up against a guy with an assault rifle, he has the exact same attachments as you. The only difference is he could be upgraded. You can't be, you know, stuff like that. But the movement feel good, feels good. The the abilities, it, that's where it gets similar to Apex. The abilities, so in Apex, uh, you have classes, right? So yeah. like uh, uh, Wraith has a certain amount of abilities, whereas in this one, instead of classes, you just pick up your abilities as loot drops, right? So you sure. can... Uh, you know, customizing it. I, it's it's cool, man. I I really like their death system. Uh, if you die in the game, you you're, become you're, a you, scout. You become a, right? yeah. You become a ghost, right? And you can still no one else can see you. I mean, your own team can kind of see your ghost version, but no one else can see you. You can still ping. You can follow a player around that kills you and just ping him the whole time. And your team can hunt him down and kill him. And then how yeah. you revive is you basically take his dead body and use it. To make you your dead body alive, oh, necromancy. Yeah. yeah, it's basically it's, nice. it's cyber because the the lore of the game is you're in a computer program. Uh, the the it's basically cyber necromancy. That Tron, is cool. <laughs> yeah, Tron, yeah, basically so. Tron cyber security. But what's what's really cool <laughs> is you can actually see like, oh, a guy died over here. Let's go use his pad, and then you use his. So it doesn't have to necessarily be the person that killed you, but it just anybody that has died on the map, right? It's similar to the Darwin Project. It's map. It doesn't close in a circle. It closes in sectors. I like that. Yeah, which is actually very cool. The The thing that puts it apart is I also think they got this from the Darwin Project. Well, there's two things I think they got from the Darwin Project. One is the, uh, the map, which I do like. The other thing that I don't necessarily like is they're integrating it with Twitch, which is cool, I guess. But basically, there's events that can happen. And people who are streaming, their audience can vote on those events. It can be like a low gravity, infinite ammo, and stuff like that. I like the I have events. seen the low gravity events. Yeah, I like the events. I do not like that the Twitch streamer has the power to, to dictate. Core, yeah, to say, hey, audience, choose this event. You know, I don't yeah. like that. 
I wish the events were more so just random. I don't think... Or activated yeah. somehow in-game. I, I don't think it's going to be a huge issue. I would just prefer it not up to someone oh, up to the you know so the audience, ov- overall you you think this has the potential to be the best battle royale it based well, off of what yeah. you played it i mean yeah I mean, it has potential who so knows, the game is called it? hyperspace right? hyperscape yeah. the other big thing did not to not to dwell on this forever but in the final sector they have this thing called the crown which can be exploited at the moment but it can be easily fixed i actually don't know how they didn't see this happening but anyway um, basically, idiots. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. In a bit. But anyway, so basically, there's this crown that spawns in the last uh, couple sectors or last sector, I think. Anyway, so say there's five teams left. If I grab the crown and I hold on to it, I think it's thirty or four. I think it's like thirty seconds or a, a period of time, thirty seconds or mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Um, I automatically win the game, even if there's multiple teams left, right? So you don't oh. necessarily have to be the last one standing, but you do. When you get that crown, it does say, "Hey, that guy's got the crown." So how's that being exploited? <laughs> People just run outside the sector okay oh and grab the crown <laughs> no they grab the crown and then just run outside oh the so sector. you can't get them yeah so and it was just and everybody was just kind of like oh he won how'd you guys not think game over it's like everybody just stops shooting I think there's an ability called a ball that you can just bounce in and get out a ball quick. ability yeah so yeah. Hey, no it really is there's a bouncy ball ability <laughs> well that's exciting no, Hyperscape it's going to be coming anyway, to so the Ubisoft like, yeah. conference yeah so rumor is they're uh, and now they're going to release it for everything really soon but that's just a rumor Hope I hope it's true but we'll see uh, also in U- Ubisoft news, uh, one more quick one before Far Cry. Ghost Recon came out with a new title update, oh. uh, which this is a big one. Basically, it it it, it does a lot of uh, bug fixes like they usually do, and then it implements a lot of improvements. But the big one is... Well, there's two big ones. Valhalla. Ah, Valhalla. I get it. Well, no, no. I mean the big one for Ghost Recon. Oh, sorry, the big sorry. Oh, sorry. Part sorry. of this patch I'm, is... I'm uh, all ahead of myself. They, uh, they made it to where ARs can have a uh, burst and automatic fire. Whereas uh, previously, okay. I believe it was just SMG. It was ba- it was a very limited amount of guns that can have the burst fire, but now they've they've expanded that to a whole new set of guns, uh, and they have those list of guns that you can see uh, on their patch notes, but uh, that's the big one, in addition to their improvements and bug fixes, right? Uh, then we have Far Cry 6 has all been confirmed oh yeah pretty much and it uh they have talked about it dude how about the bad guy so the bad guy is going to be if i can pronounce his name correctly giancarlo giancarlo esposito (laughs) you are so white yeah (laughs) i believe he's italian so i don't think it's giancarlo i think it's from breaking breaking bad oh oh the the i know what actor the the El Pollo Loco. Yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's the actor from Breaking Bad. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's in the Maze Runner movies. If you've seen those, he's a, he's a, he's a very good bad guy, by the way. So yeah, uh, well, will he be better than the father? I think so. I don't here's know. The, here's well, here's the rumor. You saw him in that picture with the kid. Uh-huh. It has been speculated that that kid is the one bad guy from uh, Far Cry Three. Oh no! I would say yeah. what's, I'll be honest. What's his name? What's his What's his name again? The the kid from you got a nice cell phone. I, f- I forget. Anyway, yeah, yeah, the, the Mohawk dude from Far Cry. 3. I argue that I mean, well, I'm just this is completely biased, but I think he's the best bad guy almost in any video game ever. Yeah, he from really Far Cry was. Three, he really was. Which means, a good which means that if it's his, it's a prequel, so this is probably taking place in like the 80s. I feel like the ages is making a comeback. Yeah, so the story is uh, oh, Young Voss. Oh, yeah, yep, look. See? Yep. He was 
It's a shame you beat him so fast in the story. Yeah, about and 20 minutes in, right? No, no, it's not 20 minutes in, but it's still. Because he's not yeah, the it's, main it's, it's bad very, guy. He is he, the main bad guy. Oh, is he? I thought he was like a side bad guy. I no, didn't play Far Cry 3. Oh, yeah. He he is the main bad guy, and you you beat him pretty soon off pretty in handedly. the story. Yeah. Dude, I, re- I just really like the Far Cry series. Uh, a lot of people I know are kind of fed up with Far Cry. I think it's a great formula. I do too. Uh, this is taking place in uh, a, like an island, like a South American island. He's the dictator. He's he's ruthless. He's trying like to uh, keep power. It's going to be like a fictional Cuba. If Ex- you will. Yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's got uh, his cigar, cigar. And they say this obviously is like the biggest world uh, ever with more to do in it, et cetera, et cetera, as, as is. But the key is in Far Cry. Like I would argue the first 15 minutes of Far Cry 5 is some of the best first 15 minutes in any game. Oh yeah, when you go when in they to introduce get the, father. the father. So good and that is that is Far Cry to me. This this looks really this looks cool. Yeah, I think this it will really be at the Ubisoft Forward Conference, so hopefully we'll get some gameplay and stuff like that. But uh, very excited. And of course, we'll probably get a release date. My guess is end of the year. Yeah, now we did get some Valhalla leaked gameplay. I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys had a chance to see that. You could probably YouTube it. It will probably show up, Spicy, the leaked Valhalla gameplay. Spicy's reading chat. I'm reading chat. What are you talking about? <laughs> sorry, sorry. I, no, what? sorry uh, the leaked Valhalla gameplay. Uh, oh. See if that's on YouTube there. It was earlier today. It looks really interesting. It looks cool. It has a very, in my mind, uh, it has a very... Help that first one is it actually? It has a very Hellblade feel to it. This is what I wonder: Is this really leaked, or was it like, hey? Uh, no, yeah. I, th- I think leaks are actually. Uh, is that or it's a pissed off employee? Okay, I think that's a valid one, but I think it's just to get you hyped. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, oh, here we go. Uh, there's like magic in fighting that you'll see in some of these scenes if you go to like to the middle of it uh, during the fight scenes. So it's going this like Hellblade, nor. Nordic legend, old world mysticism, and I love that. I think that is so is sweet. Jump also, bridge? people oh. also people were were mocking this leak and saying, "Oh, it's uh, this isn't actually a leak. This is just Witcher Three gameplay." Uh, kind of, <laughs> it does look a lot like Witcher. Yeah, a 3, lot yeah. of people were a lot of people were saying that. I think I think this looks awesome. Uh, it definitely doesn't look traditional. Assassin's Creed by any means and I haven't played Odyssey or Origins but like you guys have said they've they've kind of been getting away from that tradition for a while now yeah. for for good reason it those were the la- those were the best two in your guys' opinion yeah. in a while the guy playing the leak though he's definitely lawful good you notice how he's <laughs> lawful yeah yeah you notice how he followed the speed limit in town oh yeah yeah and I never do that I just charge through I'm evil I got places to go and be <laughs> that's really yeah. funny but uh, overall, it looks really cool. The The cutscenes look cool. There is like a magic element to it, that mysticism element that yeah. comes up that I like as well. well it's, I mean, they do this all the time, but they, they nail their time periods and they always pick, I feel like they pick good time periods. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's half the battle in these games. But uh, no, I'm really excited for this one and we'll probably get to see more. We're probably going to get to see actual official gameplay footage on the new series. See, that's where people were like, that's, that's a Witcher move right there. Right? Like that, right where he goes into that, like, vision. People are saying, oh, this is just the uh, next Witcher must, game. He must be investigating. He must be investigating. <laughs> yeah, right? it's Batman. <laughs> uh, anyways, moving on to another story. I just, I really another like one that. that I'm excited for that no one else at this table is excited for is Rocket Arena. Uh, that's yeah, I'm coming not excited out. at all. <laughs> Roller Derby. <laughs> what? Uh, Rocket Arena is coming out next Tuesday, but they did release some new videos showing uh, showing off all their characters. Yeah. 
and uh, it just shows all the different characters, their different abilities. It is a hero shooter. I think it looks oh, fun. Oh, this is that one. I was thinking it was the roller derby one. That no, no, no. no. This, is, no, this is the one yeah. we made fun of Jordan yeah. of for liking. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. Next Tuesday, I'm very excited to try this one out. If Hyperscape's not out, if Hyperscape's a, out, then a lesser know. bleeding edge. <laughs> A more crappy Bleeding Edge. Uh, no, but they came out with a new trailer. <laughs> I actually like Bleeding Edge. I thought it was decent. No, that's what I'm saying. Bleeding Edge is good, but even as much as you liked it, you're not playing it. Well, yeah. Because the market <laughs> is saturated. Don't hit me with logic. <laughs> yeah. uh, and so this screw is like, you and your and logic. So why would I play a lesser and your Bleeding sound, Edge? And your sound argument. <laughs> I liked that game. That's all I wanted to say. I really uh, liked it. It is a good game. Bleeding Edge is really good. Remember how hyped we were for it? And then you play it, and there's nothing bad about the game. It's just... I still play it. I feel like it's I played just... It well, there's just other games. Yeah. yeah, I feel like there's just... There's just no space for it. No, so... At this least there's no space in my life for it. <laughs> There's this well, game is because you, you play. Uh, I mean, what do you play all the time? What's vigor? That? Vigor. Yeah, vigor. I every time I pull up my Xbox, it's like David's supposedly asleep, but no, <laughs> it's like eleven thirty at night, and I see him playing vigor. I've gotta grind that vigor battle pass, uh, man. <laughs> so uh, this game, and we've all been Rock playing Arena. games together, and you're playing vigor. Vigor, I would, I, I try to appear offline to not hurt your guys' feelings <laughs> because it only has two players. Once they bring three, I will, yeah, yeah, yeah. I will gladly. No, I'm not gonna play that game. I will gladly carry you guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this game comes out next Tuesday, which is fun. But in their bleeding edge, in their in their trailer today, uh, they just came out with one earlier today that shows off their characters and that shows all their abilities because it is a hero shooter, so each player has abilities, ultimates, stuff like that. And I think it looks fun, but it's coming out next Tuesday, which is really cool. Very cool. I'm going to be interested uh, how quickly this game flops. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think... I think I mean, look it, does it, look it, cool. it does look fun and cool. I just don't know... Well, this is, is there space this is, for this type of so game? This is what's going to be interesting. I'm excited for this game, and I will probably regardless play it because I just I, I like to give it a you know dabble in a little bit. But if the rumors are true about Hyperscape coming out during the conference or at the conference, which would be this weekend, yeah, I am yeah. playing that. I mean, I will say that game does look cool. That game yeah. is fun to watch. And if if Hyperscape does it correctly. In the fact that they do cross save and cross progression, I could play on the PC. Can I, can I make an I'm going to pull can up Hyperscape. Ar- can I make an argument escape. here? And you guys, Hyperscape, and you guys are the shooter uh, gods, hero shooter. Oh, sorry, hero, yeah, yeah. Sorry. hero yeah. shooter. Bow down to me. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you sorry, guys are, are really informed on the hero shooters primarily because you play Overwatch and you're you play it really big. Gods? I would argue that actually what makes Overwatch Overwatch is that they've. They've, they're so good at creating lore around their characters so I care about those characters or I want to know more about those characters and that's what makes their hero shooter good and these other hero shooters aren't doing that Bleeding Edge didn't do it these guys didn't do it so there's no attachment to the characters uh-huh. there's no lore behind the characters when you're a hero shooter the name of the game is the hero How? What? what is the story behind this hero the hype that comes when Overwatch drops a trailer I would argue that what makes it a hero shooter a hero is the knowledge uh, even Apex is doing it in their battle royale. Yeah, they do it well too. Yeah, they're bringing lore through because if you're not attached to these heroes, what do I care that I'm flying around rockets trying to kill these other heroes? Right? How does it? How does it? And it's not that it it changes the gameplay in any way. It's just that little extra depth yeah. that yeah. sinks you into their game that I don't think Bleeding well, Edge think- had. This maybe has it. Uh, the the rocket shooter. Yeah. Well, and I think um, I mean Overwatch. 
I mean, you didn't know everything about the heroes right off the bat. You you know you knew the basic story is Overwatch was a team of good people against a team of bad people, right? Yeah. And even later, we started to find out, oh, this guy was actually on the bad team, or this guy was on, you know what I mean? So it, it did take them time to but they, build that lore. But they they did a good job beforehand at building what what it was the the background and like they came out with everyone needs heroes. Remember that that yeah. Oh, yeah. cinematic where they had uh, Doomfist glove. Yeah, you know, yeah. and that came out before the game was even released, right? So you yeah. you already were learning about these characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So I agree. I actually agree with David a lot. Um, ultimately, it's going to be gameplay, but at the same time, what what's the icing on the cake that gets a lot of uh, it's that hype. next level depth it yeah. makes you feel good about playing the characters you like you know what I mean but and and I would say bleeding edge you didn't you didn't have that with any didn't of have that characters. at all well they had the cool factor like there was this definite they had cool an info factor about the heroes yeah but there's no <laughs> I need more depth. Well, I mean like it, it gave their backstory like and, about the chicken lady and yeah stuff, but know. what apex is doing is is following that overwatch model and they are slowly dripping and leaking out well, constant lore like this whole season of apex has been loba focused yeah. on lore about loba and revenant and their oh, battle and together plus loba well, does, I think, it, does it to yeah. me yeah. yeah well i we think gotta, apex that's and, something that they have too well, sex I, appeal oh, i think apex and and overwatch do it in a more entertaining way with cutscenes, videos, sure. stuff like that. Whereas if you go into Bleeding Edge, the lore you get behind the characters is when you go to their bio screen and you read the yeah, paragraph about You know what I mean? I, I, just, I think they do it... Like, that's, that's, there's obviously lore there. We've all had grimoire cards. Yeah, we no, don't that, like that's, those. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think they do it in a more entertaining way, right? Yeah. Some um, people don't read books. Some people watch the movies. Yeah. You know? That's, 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 yeah. So, but anyway... Yeah. Next story, I guess. Oh, we're done Fallout with that? 76. Uh, yeah, Fallout 76 is on Game Pass now. Boom, there you go. Yeah. On Game Pass. Now now that's it's time actually to check big. it out. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's huge because now we can check it out. Jordan, you so. really like it? You think it's coming back and making a... Yeah, I uh, think... Well, I think their last, uh, their last couple themselves. updates is, have been really well yeah. received. And has been well, <laughs> well done. Has been well for you. Uh, how about the Fallout series coming to Amazon Prime? Oh, the the movie the that they... The, the yeah, TV they announced it. They announced without telling us anything at all. Yeah. Here's the thing. As I long love, as I love it when they do that. Here's the thing, because Isn't of the that way, just Mad Max? Yeah, well here's the thing. Because you play <laughs> it's actually kind of genius because you because you play yourself and there's not really like you're not playing a character, all you have to do in Fallout seventy six is have these like Easter eggs of characters and you yeah. can make the story anything you want. Well technically Amazon can make the story anything like, they want. It would be like it's, having it's essentially a, a post-apocalyptic nuclear yeah, it's war. It's basically I mean, like <laughs> if you were to have Mad Max. Yeah. If you were to have a Skyrim television show, you can make it anything you want. It's just in this fantasy world. It's a fantasy world TV show. Yeah, you can say any it takes story place you want over there. And that's why I think it's genius. I think it'll do. I hope it does well. I hope it does well. I, what I think it's easier to do because they have so much flexibility with that type of property. Well, yeah, I mean, you're really not tied down to lore. Yeah. I mean, you are in a way, but you can just You're tied down to world you're tied down to world lore. You're not tied down to character story. Well, and story even the lore. world lore. <laughs> there's one of the games where they just made Roman soldiers appear. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, there, there's no real, you know, stance on canon going on that's like super permanent. <laughs> and I really I honestly believe they did that whole story arc with those Roman soldiers. Just because they had like Marrowind and like the Elder Scrolls, sure. you know, already animated, already the characters made, they're like, eh, let's save a couple bucks and just throw these, guys you know, in there. 
Yeah. Uh, the, the character I think art. There's yeah. a whole DLC based around. I know, and, it's, really, yeah. and they were like, they're funny people. They were crazy. <laughs> but yeah, like post-apocalyptic America with Roman soldiers walking around. <laughs> as long as you stay post-apocalyptic with nukes, they can it really do whatever matter. they want. Yeah. yeah. With nukes, and you were locked away in a fallout shelter for years. That's yeah. all you. That's all you need. Yeah, even Destiny's post-apocalyptic. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like. Yeah. Just do what you want. They can have the, no. the tower come. Could you turn could you turn Destiny World into Fallout? It's too fantastical. It's too fantastical. No, you can you can do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. I think it's because I think it's it became a radiation poisoning, oh. you know, like the ghouls. Became, now he became and a And now this basically this huge snuffleupagus can appear and now it's, <laughs> it's how, the taken uh, how much time do you think they'll spend on the character of the show building their fort? <laughs> yeah, that's the first like the, dude, the Minutemen. They all they have to have a Minutemen guy come and tell you that they need help. Oh like, yeah, every hey, like twenty help. minutes. Oh, hey, we does, just we, have a pop up on the screen appear like a lower third. <laughs> Treat it we like a video game. <laughs> that would be hilarious. The Minutemen were well, they were funny because they'd always like we we formed a group to help people. Did I? Did, we need your help. Did you ever see what I did to them? Like I had my own little. There was that Minutemen town and like the like the city yeah, itself yeah. and it's a really small one in that town i there was there was the uh the armor that was just like a g-string like yeah, yeah. So it was, but it was like the leather the leather chaps type of you know stuff uh-huh. and i just suited everybody into those i went out and found all those and then i just put everyone into that and i always had them working i totally looked like i was running some sort of sex slave dungeon <laughs> And I had, uh, and like, so you know how you could protect them? Wait, yeah. I had the cannons facing inwards to the people. <laughs> so I had my own. I role played as like a really uh, messed up person. You were, you, there was a work camp. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, it was really funny. And they all, they, you can, because you, you can make them wear whatever you want. It was one of the greatest experiences in gaming I've ever had. Creating my own sex dungeon. It was, they're, <laughs> they're, uh, Cannons Their building in. stuff was insane. Oh, uh, yeah. You know how you uh you know how you have that on City Skylines, you yeah, have that district? district? Yeah. That was my district. <laughs> Fallout 4, yeah. That's funny. Uh that was funny. Anyway, um uh Microsoft is having their press conference, which we already <laughs> talked about. It will be on July twenty third at nine AM Pacific. Pacific and suck it, rest of the world. Yeah. <laughs> rest of the world, you can suck it. Suck it. All other time zones, suck it. And they will have uh, they'll be showing off a lot of games. One of those games will in fact be Halo and this is actually interesting. Mm. The oh. the new the new Halo game, they will they they will be showing it off yes. at the uh, conference, but they will just be showing off the campaign. Okay. Which is not anything out of the ordinary because most of the time games always usually just kind of show off their campaign. Yeah. Uh, but what's really interesting is I think this Halo, I think what will make or break it is its multiplayer. Yeah, that's going to be one of the focuses. In fact, Windows Central uh-huh. had uh, a lot to say about the multiplayer. Yeah. This is what they said. Microsoft will come out swinging with the brand new gameplay focus trailer, like you said, showcasing the power of the new Slipspace engine and the Xbox Series X. We'll also get a better look at the overall conflict of Halo Infinite story and plenty of piping Hot Master Chief action. Now, piping Hot Master Chief now, action. Now, this is based on... That's gotta be... Now, this is a rumor. This is a rumor. And they say this is a rumor in their show here. Windows, this is from windowscentral.com. Uh, but it's based on inside sources, quote unquote, 
This is what they say. In addition to... A lot of rumors this week. Yeah. In addition... This is what they say about the showing of Halo. In addition to an impressive showing of the game's campaign, we'll also get the official reveal of Warzone 2.0. Halo Infinite's massive scale answer to the Battle Royale craze. The beta, the beta for this enormous the multi- beta, yeah, the beta for this enormous multiplayer experience will also shadow drop right after or close to the event, giving players a chance to fill the new engine for themselves. So probably Boom. on the PC then, right? Uh, PC. I, would oh, I guess it. Could, I guess could it could on come Xbox. on the Xbox because yeah. it's, it's it's all cross performing for it's both. It's going to be this cool. new engine now. I, I I'm gonna. I'm okay, gonna so say, battle I'm royale. Gonna, we talked I, about it last yeah, week. I'm gonna say something here. Go ahead, say it. Say <laughs> it's it. It's gonna be controversial. Probably. Okay. I, Do we have a warning, a sound for controversial sound? We gotta get um, like a, we gotta get a sound. Anytime Jordan's about to be controversial, we need uh, a sound. You know, what? I have just the thing here. There we go. World premiere. There we go. Yeah. World premiere. Here we go. I hope it's not like the original Warzone it, in Halo. I I don't. The original Warzone had this potential, but it just well, didn't the, pan like out. I I think I even I'm on record saying I was excited to try because I really was because it was different at the time. It was a PvP slash or PVEP right. You know, it's player versus environment, player versus you know there was bosses. And it, it was cool, but I it just it wasn't it didn't hold me. You know what I mean? I would much rather have, and I hope this is the Warzone 2.0. I I would take all that PVE stuff out. And I'd I do just a battle royale. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would not worry about PVE stuff. Yeah. That's just how I feel right now. Maybe if they have an idea and they show it to me, I'll be like, wow, that's a good idea. But as of right now, basically what I want it to be like is I want it to be like and not like exactly like it, but Halo what, Arena. What what modern yeah. Basically what Modern Warfare did with that Halo Arena style. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. Well, it sounds like it. I mean, Warzone 2.0, if you think taking that Warzone name that Halo already had invested in in, this, in Halo 5 and just mm-hmm. evolving it into well, something. I just feel like if, if I want that PvE content, you know, that's what Horde mode is for, right? That's what uh, the campaign is for. You know, if you co-op with your friends, you know, Horde, Horde mode and campaign, I feel like is where that belongs, right? Sure. I'm just not a... F- huge fan it's not necessarily a bad gameplay style but there's multiple games that now do the pvevp style right yeah and i'm not a super huge fan of it right like i i thought it would be a cool idea i was excited to try it in halo 5 it was fun but it's not it didn't hold me like i didn't go back to it a whole bunch you know what i mean i hope they keep the pve stuff in the campaign and like a horde mode or, or firefight is what halo calls it yeah i want their battle royale mode to be that the, the battle royale mode, yeah. you know what I mean? To be player versus players, you know, solo duos, squads, whatever you want to do with that Halo feel and flair, right? It's interesting the way that Windows Central words this that the reveal of Warzone 2.0 is Halo Infinite's massive scale answer to the battle royale craze. So it doesn't say that it's a battle royale necess- necessarily, See, number and one. And number two, it says massive scale answer. That's that's well, hey, I very mean, interesting. Call of Duty just maybe, did their two hundred players. Well, maybe that's where infinite come. The word infinite comes in. Maybe there's you something never completely die. different. You never die. You <laughs> just keep going. You just keep reviving. What are your statistics? How long have you been in this match? Five years. I need to go to the bathroom. Can someone help me get out of no, this armor? Going to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it'll be. A sh- I'm just. I mean, we'll see if they show something and it's cool. Of course, I'm going to try it out. But I. I yeah, I'm just I'm not the biggest fan of PvEVP. Yeah, 
Yeah. Because uh, multiple games do it now. And I'll be, you can go back and listen. I was really excited for the Warzone. I thought it would be very cool, like fighting players and oh no, the other team's yeah, coming. And like, what do we do, it. right? You know, you know, do we shoot the team or the bad guy, which is the warden again or whatever is anyway. But uh, anyway, I've, after playing it and having my excitement for it, I prefer PVE. To be in the PVE section. Straight. You prefer... Like a firefight mode and I've, you know, PVP and Battle Royale to be in their section. Yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. I think uh, a lot of people feel similar to you. Let's hope the developers do. My thoughts, I just want it to be fun. Mm -hmm. Oh, and I want it to be good. I mean, fun and good. Fun Mm -hmm. and good. I hope it is. If they drop a beta for that, though, right afterwards, that would... uh, What if if they did this? I got a theory for you. (laughs) Okay, if I was Phil Spencer, this is what I would do. Phil Spencer, if you're listening... This is what you should do. Here, I'll go in. Okay. Even if you've not planned for it, I'm sure you could just make this happen somehow (laughs) since it's so realistic. You get on stage at the end of the show and you say, and now the Xbox Series X is available to to buy right now. (laughs) Everyone, go ahead for one hundred dollars. Just and just drop yeah, it for one hundred bucks. Why wait? Yeah. My birthday. Why, I mean, why wait for holiday? Just drop it. Just drop it. Phil right Spencer there. say it's his birthday, and everybody gets it's it for my free. birthday. Everybody here in the audience gets one. Yeah, and then see how no fa- and then those are the or, and or, those are the only ones available until Christmas. <laughs> Do you know how fast those would all be selling for like a thousand dollars on? Uh, oh yeah, for sure, <laughs> yeah. on eBay. Yeah. The best is when you go on and you see like the E3 stuff that you got, like the codes. Oh yeah, they're worth selling. so they're much. Selling for and you're so like, much. wow. Whoa, maybe I should sell this. I know. There's but a lot of stuff I have. That's... But then you don't want to be that guy. Why not? It's, I mean, money. I would. I would like to be that guy. Oh, okay. It'll buy my <laughs> new Xbox. <laughs> anyway, no, those. Uh, but yeah, so no, Halo stuff will be really exciting. I hope that'd be really cool if they dropped the beta afterwards. Let's hope those rumors are true. And, and I, I mean, I agree with Mark. I hope it's fun. I mean, they'll do what they do to kind of make it their own flair. But that's yeah. just kind of my opinion on the PVEVP. Yeah, we uh, July 23rd is a Thursday. We don't know what we're doing yet, but we're going to be doing something special. So stay tuned. We I know that we definitely want to be live on stream watching it with everybody. Mm-hmm. So go to uh, mm-hmm. our YouTube channel at oh, yeah. that time and then we'll hang out at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Suck it. Every time other zones. time zone. Suck it. Yeah. And, and for the we're record, not, we're not, we're not in Pacific. Even, we're not even in the Pacific. We're just, just we're next to it. We're just Pacific times PST elitists. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not much math involved to figure out what time it is for us. The yeah. pust. That brings us to the last segment of our show. Okay. This is the segment of our show where we take your questions. To submit a question, you can do so each and every single week over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash positive gaming or x1bros.com forward slash support. Anubis writes in and said, Halo is on my mind. How how appropriate. We were just talking about. Oh, he says, Halo is on my mind. With that, let's reminisce. What is your favorite cutscene and or memorable moment in the Halo campaigns? And if not the campaigns, how about your just your favorite Halo memory? Jordan the man, let's start with you. Favorite cutscene slash moment. In past Halos. Uh, Cutscene is when uh, it'll have to be probably when the Master Chief asks permission to leave the station so he can give the Covenant back their bomb. Give them back their bomb. That's awesome. Halo. That was Halo 2. Halo 2, yeah. 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 Towards the beginning. Permission, Permission to leave the ship. What for? What purpose? To give the flood back their bomb. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh! Permission uh, granted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, denied. And then he sir. just jumps. And then yeah, he seriously just jumps out of the ship <laughs> into space. 
And then it's like that whole epic scene of him like just scooting the bomb into there. Can we just, let's 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 throw up epic Halo moments on uh, on the screen here? As as us. as for memory, like best memory, it's hard. It's got to be in the game itself. I mean. Or playing with your like, I remember when uh, me and my younger brother spent all night getting the all the legend, all the skulls. It was a lot of fun. Our community plays are a lot of fun when we play with the. Oh, I mean, dude. Halo multiplayer, whether it be co-op or or competitive, I think just has that potential of good memories. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Oh yeah. How about uh, there's got to be a Sergeant Johnson moment. Johnson moment. Oh it yeah. Depends on what difficulty. What you're difficulty playing. he yeah, changes. His, Sergeant his Johnson's lines are hilarious, <laughs> dude. The part where he's like, he's like, Master Chief knows what to do. And then he pulls up his big gun. I know what the ladies like. <laughs> and he has that big mini gun. Oh, man. Yeah. Sergeant Johnson's a man. Dude, this is the Halo 2 remake that we're yeah, watching here. Right well, there. we the haven't turned it on yet. I'm yeah, trying to find it. It was right there. You, you, he was You're right close. there. There it is. Oh, okay, there okay. It is. Here we go. I'll play this for everyone watching live. I would agree. I think this has got to be one of the most epic It's so good. Also, the first time you load up with the, with the chorus singing that... That choir chamber music that goes off in Halo. Uh, my favorite memory with me was playing with my friend Chris Ferguson. Mm-hmm. We played co-op campaign. It was one of the first times you did this, and it was just it just blew you away. Their AI, how good it was at the time, how it adjusted to you. It was like, whoa, this is like playing real players. Super cool. Oh, there it is. Yeah, we're watching we're watching Master Chief dive out of the ship with a bomb and just to space. <laughs> just to blow oh stuff up. Oh my gosh, up. you're like, oh my gosh, what a badass. He's doing it. Oh man. And then a lot of people, uh, you know, this is the scene, but then he he lands on a ship to take him back down to Earth. Yeah, I know. He just he just lands on it. He's Did like, the, Oh, we're gonna land the on geometric that ship. Geometric hey, yeah, calculations that it took to get this just right. That was a good choice. Yeah. That was a good that's, choice. Uh, that's one of my So yeah, mine I mean I have a lot of I have a lot of Halo memories. Like in in and out of the game because uh Halo One, it was the first time I ever experienced like a LAN, like an official Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah. Like um like of an LAN official party. So I, the, when I was when I was younger, and this this came out, um, I w- I got very sick, um, and uh, I had a friend come over. I had I didn't even know this game existed at the time, and he's like, "We're gonna go have a Halo land party," and I was like, "A Halo land what? party? What is that? What is that?" And it's funny as he had his motorcycle, and he picked me up, and I hopped on his motorcycle, and I went to my friend's house, and I go down in the basement. And I saw big screen, big screen, and then on the other side, big screen, big screen, and pizza around, and, <laughs> and I see all these, you know, Xboxes with these controllers <laughs> and wires running wires everywhere. everywhere, and everybody in there laughing and having a good time, and they were obviously playing like the the Blood Gulch yeah, arena, yeah, right? Yeah. You know, capture the flag at the time, and um, I walked in, and my life had changed in that moment. From and that, that moment is forth. when you became. You An do. Xbox, the user. Halo LAN party, and, and that's, that is when you became Mister McSpicy. I, that's what, uh, yeah, I was actually Mister McSpicy before that, but I didn't even know and much about the game at that point. But um, it was a big deal, uh, the LAN parties, and then I, I actually went oh, and got dude. an Xbox after that, right? And uh, then I played the game and the campaign. So in Halo One, what there's this, there's a part in the game that totally shift everything. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just say the parts because if it's oh, yeah, 25 it's, years yeah, old, so you if go they come down out with an anniversary edition. You're okay to spoil. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, you're you're fighting this presence on this you know this 
space halo, right? You, it's just like this ring in space that has its own atmosphere. And you're fighting this alien race, and you don't know necessarily why you're there at this point, but you've been fighting this alien race, and you go into this jungle map. And you, what you're doing, you go into this cave area that's uh, very modern compared to the jungle outside, and then you start to see remnants of like soldiers that have just been torn apart yeah. and aliens that the other team that have just weren't by bullets or anything, but they were just shredded. Um, and you're going in and you're investigating what's going on up to this point. You've only just been fighting the aliens like the, the, those people. But then you, you re you watch a memory card of another soldier and there's a third entity bad guy that and you're like, oh my gosh, that starts killing the other people. So you're fighting these other people and they just come in and start killing the people that you were fighting. And it was like the first time in a game where I had, you know, you have a bad guy, but it was the first third party entity where it just was totally like, oh my yeah, gosh. More and powerful they flooded, bad guy came more in. powerful yeah. bad guy that you learn. Um, the reason these halo exists, these halos exist is to defeat that bad guy. Right, those they, that bad guy, that species, uh, effectively is going to kill the universe. Yeah. Right, and then you find out more about that Halo. The story was so good, and I just remember. Yeah, that story was so. I good. just remember that moment when the flood, those little guys start killing all your men, and then your overshield is actually protecting you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it was so awesome. Then. I mean, I have lots of stories. I'm going to go. I'm not going to go into this one, <laughs> but having Halo 2 change and shift how online gaming took place like Halo 2 is is partly why we have Xbox Live now. And yeah, and Internet gaming in general, I think how they did that shifted the landscape for all online gaming from there on out. Um, remember, before that, we had we did have Blizzard's Battle.net, but it was different at the time. We only had like GameSpy and stuff like that on yeah. on PCs, yeah. but Xbox Live when Halo Two came out completely blew my mind as to oh, how yeah. easy it was to find games, how easy it was to get with friends, how easy it was to communicate with each other, um, and that was Halo Two, right? So well, I think, and I think this is this is the argument that when you look at that's what made Xbox take off and then they rolled that over into the 360, and I think what Xbox One is missing is that pushing forward game that the Halo series was. It changed everything, right? And, and Xbox One... Several times, yeah. yeah. And Xbox One just never had that. Microsoft hasn't had that uh, in a long time. And it's going to be interesting to see. Hopefully they have that with the Series X uh, so that you can have these types of moments and gain lifetime fans for new series, yep. for new genre, for new games, uh, and a new, new console. Yeah. Great question, Anubis. Thank you very much for writing in. Next question comes from Mark Tom Thomas. Mark writes in and says, any chance of one last dump truck event on Mixer before its demise? That's right. It actually closes down officially the day before the Microsoft conference. Um, I've done dump truck songs during the YouTube streams. A lot of people that listen won't know what that is. Yeah, so uh, if you have never been over to one of our live streams, we used to. Uh, Sparks is a thing on Mixer. Uh, and was. we was a thing and we used to do dump the dump truck song and say everybody dump your sparks and it was actually a huge event it was really fun uh but we don't do that anymore because because we're no longer on uh, mixer. i don't think we'll do one last one over on mixer the everything is shut down as far as the x1 bros is is concerned on mixer right now um but we will from time to time reminisce and bring it back to uh 
to the YouTube streams. Sure. So come sure, join sure. us on YouTube. Mixer, Mixer, it is kind of sad that Mixer is going, but with it, new opportunities. <laughs> uh, next question comes in from Z Capitan. He uh, he says, seems like on the PS5 side there was, uh, sorry, seems like on the PS5 side there was some skepticism about the design. Color actually was a big one, uh, which blows my mind because I really like that white on blue color that they showed off on the PS5 design. He says, based on mock-ups, what would be one design change you think you would have for the Series X? Can I say mine real quick? And I don't, yeah, sure. I don't know how much this is utilized. Mine is a function. Uh... I really like the pass-through, and I use it all the time. I'm someone that uses it all the yeah, time on the yeah. Xbox, uh, particularly for streaming. I stream my Nintendo through there, uh, a PlayStation through there, and I just turn on the Xbox, and I have access to sound. I have access to everything. I like the pass-through feature. I'm going to miss that on the Series X. I recognize that I'm like 0.0005% of people that so actually utilize that pass-through. Ex explain the pass-through, because I know a lot of people might not Sorry, understand. Sorry, so on the pass-through, on the on the Xbox, there's uh, a pass-through where you can take another device, HDMI, and you can put it into the Xbox, and then you can go to the one guide on your Xbox, and whether it's a TV, a DVD player, uh, in my case, I use the Nintendo Switch and the PlayStation. I can go to that, and then my PlayStation is playing through my Xbox. Sound is there. Party chat is a great solution for Nintendo party chat. Mm -hmm. If you if you're using the Xbox as a pass through, you can be in party chat on the Xbox One and be playing a Nintendo Switch game with your with your friends. Uh, that there's no pass-through port from what we've seen on the Series X. And I think it actually, was it confirmed that there's not going to be a pass-through? I think I, I want to say From what was. we saw, there was only, from what Ye we saw with the, what was it, a leaked image or something like that? Yeah. Uh, it was going to be... So from a design perspective, I personally am going to miss that. I don't think it's used very much though. So I, I understand that they're not. That they're removing that spicy. How about you? Design I mean, I think I think one of the reasons it existed was because of it. They wanted that to be like the uh, entertainment hub, the not just the center, game. Yeah, yeah, and they're getting so away from that. They're they're which you know is is actually it sucks we're losing that feature, but they're going back to gamers instead yeah. of leaning towards other avenues of media oh, consumption. Right. So, anyways, yeah. Uh, so what was the question? Design, design. If you could change one thing that you've seen so far about the Series X from a design perspective, i.e. color or whatever. I know you you want white. I love white electronics. I love white and black on electronics and to, to like together. And I like mostly them white, like like a stormtrooper, uh, black like lining. I think that is the sexiest. I, I actually really like the, the PlayStation 5 design because of that, even though yeah. people say it looks like a router. Well, I, li I like the designs of routers. Oh, <laughs> you know? you so yeah. um, maybe it is a router, it, built in router. I would think I would say like, but but I do like black as well. I would say green is great, but if you could like throw on some deep red LED glow or something on there somewhere, you know, like to represent power, you know mm. what I mean? Like, yeah, you know, like, how, you like know, what the PlayStation had that blue glow that was happening. See, blue is one thing, but there's there's something about black and red. They oh, should, you know, what, uh, you know yeah, what I mean? That's true. They should let you customize like your RGB. That, well, that's not what I, I said. Oh, LED. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Like an LED yeah, yeah. red glow that just lined like hovering underneath. You know, like you know, like that that Corvette or that that uh, Stingray or whatever that's mm -hmm. just driving down the road and they have that red underlining lighting underneath the car, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, they should let you actually customize the on light. 
You know how like oh, you have yeah, the yeah. white. So right now yeah. on the Xbox and the sound. It's, it's, so yeah, the sound. Yeah, you can make you it can the just, ring uh, of death if you yeah, want. You, yeah. you can change it to whatever you want. Because I don't think it has any. Like before on the 360, it, it had significance. Something. Like it told you well, something, it might, right? It might. Yeah, maybe we just haven't had that problem yeah. yet. So, yeah. but anyway, they should let you have a like just like, customize it. You know, like ah, what, yeah. what color do you want? I would buy. I would buy. I mean, I really like the black. I were. I, I would buy a white one as well. Uh, I would have multiple ones. I'd. I'd. I'd I what color would you purchase? I think chrome. Chrome. Chrome would be on chrome. a console? I don't think so. Dude, chrome. You never touch. If you're gonna make an Xbox, why not do it in style? Dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You would never. You would never touch it, so it wouldn't get fingerprints. It would just be shiny chrome. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like stainless. Oh, the stainless steel made it perfect for the flux capacitor. <laughs> Dude, I think I'd go chrome. Yes. Chrome on your? I don't think of it. I don't Dude, know about yeah. that. Oh. Chat's got some good ideas. What about those uh, transparent ones? You remember like the controllers oh, you can that you see, can see through? Inside. Yeah. I feel like that, that was cool. I feel like that was huge from like 2001 to 2006, and then they just <laughs> yeah. disappeared. They're like no one wants to see what's in here anymore. <laughs> that would be yeah, that would be really cool. But then have it so but you'd, you'd have see to your have LEDs and you'd have to have light up light up RAM and stuff. You know. Oh man, that would be. Okay, I that would be a cool one to see all the internet. And at that stuff. point, why not water cool it and then you can see your water going on? Uh, I mean, you could really. How about you, Jordan? Design? Did you like to see? What I would just see? like to change the color of my light. There you go, just the color <laughs> of your light. Well, the green on the top isn't LEDs, right? That's no, just no, no, a that's, foam just, pad. that's just that's just a pad, right? Yeah. But no, I meant like the like on the Xbox, how it's just the white light. I'd like to change the color. And then let us change the sound. That's what David said, yeah. too. Oh, you said the, that? The, I you remember, the four, remember the Forza 6? What that. they should do <laughs> is is it, they should release sound packs like Alexa does. So then you can have like Samuel Jackson turn on your Xbox and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> blink, blink, blink. <laughs> <laughs> have like celebrity yeah, so yeah. <laughs> blink noises. Great question, <laughs> Z Capitan. Next question comes from Soulfinder. He writes it and says, with your new platform on YouTube... I was wondering what is the best way to support you guys. Most people use, usually only do one of the following options: YouTube subscription and watching the X One Bros videos, subscribing to the podcast on multiple platforms and listening, or buying merchandise and or subscribing to Patreon. Honestly, all three are really effective ways to support us. Um, I think it's a combination of either one and two or two and three. So, subscribing on on YouTube and listening to the podcast. Or subscribing on Patreon and listening to the podcast. But we honestly, whatever you're able to do is is just being here support is the yeah. best. Yeah, even if it's just listening every single week mm -hmm. or leaving a review. Leaving a review helps a lot. It as really far as does. like not directly financially helping us, leaving a review helps us significantly. Yeah, no, it really does. Uh Ashton Shira writes in. Oh, thank you very much for the question, by the way, Soul Finder. I hope that answers it. I don't I don't I'm hesitant to say you should do this and only this because Honestly, I think options exist so that everyone mm -hmm. can can join in and participate. Uh, Ashton Shiro writes in and, say, uh, and says, Hey guys, I've noticed that games are increasingly being designed to not only attract buyers, but to keep those buyers in the game's ecosphere indefinitely. Like Destiny, for example. In other words, a significant amount of time is needed to make meaningful progression in-game and frequent updates and DLCs keep you from moving on to other games. Even if even not a game like Destiny, Vigor is yeah. a prime example. I'm in that because I'm grinding that battle pass, right? He says, I see the reason behind this from a business perspective, but personally, I find it overwhelming to try to choose one or two of a number of great titles to play because I knew, know each will require most, if not all of my limited gaming time. Do you guys feel the same way? And do you like that games are now requiring a seemingly higher level of commitment 
Cheers from Atlanta. Ashton Shearer, we've talked about this yeah, uh, a couple times. One of the things that I think Destiny has done is acknowledge that they want to. They, they constantly teeter totter before, like between pleasing hardcore game their their player player base and then a more casual player base. And right now, it's teetering back to a more casual player base. Uh, which in my mind is good, a game like Destiny for someone like me because there is that overwhelming like, oh, I've always got to keep up. I think it's just keeping games that are uh, just choosing. For instance, I think you can have one perpetual game like that in your life at a time. At least for me, I know I can. And then you can have a couple of other story games uh, and maybe like a hardcore multiplayer game. But you definitely do in today, in 2020, I think it's a good problem to have, but you definitely do need to choose what games you're going to jump into especially games that are designed to be perpetual the mmo style games jordan thoughts recommendations to ashton Shearer. well so we we do we have been getting this question a lot and we talk about it a lot right so i've i've actually slowly been coming to a conclusion oh what is your conclusion uh although like games do this now because it's <laughs> it's i mean it, the idea is to keep you in their game yeah. right the more you're in their game the more you're not in other people's games and playing their game right I've I've slowly come to the conclusion that it's the world we live in. It's just the new thing. It's a new thing, it's, yeah. It's the world we live in now. And as frustrating as and cool as like I mean, there's other games I want to play, but I feel like if I'm not playing this game, I'm not progressing. So yeah. I don't I miss I mean it it can be frustrating at times. Other times it can be really cool cuz you're you're focused in on one game and you're getting good at it and you're progressing, right? But I I really think it's just uh it's the world we live in now. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I agree with that. Spicy, any any thoughts? No, I get it. That's a great question. And it's frustrating because... I think it's a good problem to have, though. The yeah. fact that there's too many games... It's like being in a candy shop. There's too it, many choices. It's, it's like... Good. I mean, someone in chat just said, uh, do you like burgers, pizza, or tacos? And uh, I was actually thinking about that. <laughs> and there's some days where I like burgers. And there's some days where I like pizza. Yeah. There's some days where I like tacos. It just depends. So I need a game... I need a game like that, that that I can dive into hard and be there hard and have it caress my body, sure, you know, whenever sure. I need hard. it to be caressed. Hard. I need that game in my life occasionally. I also need a game that I can just jump into. That doesn't caress your that body. Doesn't, that, that doesn't caress my body. <laughs> yeah, I get it. But, uh, but, you know, that I can just nibble at for a yeah, little, you yeah. know what I mean? And that's Minecraft Dungeons right now for me. But yeah. uh, and Hearthstone. Hearthstone's a game that I can just dabble, yeah. play one game, and I'm done for the day. For dibble that. dabble. Yeah. But uh, I, I I like having all options available. The most fr the hardest thing is the uh, seeing your friends enjoy a game that you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, well, I, I mean it's an okay game, okay, but. I can never play with David now because he's always playing that game. Yeah, I love it. I'm so, like hooked. That's frustrating. But at the same time, like Escape from Tarkov, I love that game. And that is a grindy game. Yeah. Um, and I like that. I like that 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 game's grindy. I like that other games aren't grindy. So it, it is frustrating because more and more games are you have a time sink into it. Yeah. And sometimes I, some days I like that. And sometimes I well, I, don't. I think the issue if this generation saw the rise, this generation of consoles saw the rise of these games that are perpetual and keep you in their ecosystems, which I think is great. I think the hard part that developers are are trying to figure out is when you step away from that game, the overwhelming feeling 
and thought of getting back into that game. Uh, like Ash- Ashton commented here, right? It has this overwhelming feeling. Maybe in this next generation, we'll figure out, developers will figure out a way to take that feeling away, right? Like that you can, while still being as effective at keeping them, you in your ecosystem, but for those who have gone away, they remove somehow that overwhelming or daunting task of, of grinding yeah. up to meet your friends. I don't know how you do it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, but maybe that maybe that will come and that will be the perfect. Then we never feel overwhelmed. We just jump in and out whenever we want to. Which yeah. That might defeat the purpose of it entirely. <laughs> so so who uh, knows? Uh, before th- Great great question, Ash and Cher. Thank you very much for writing in. Before we get to our next question, we do have some super chats that uh, have dropped... The first one came from Sergeant Reaper. He says, you guys are the best. Thank you very much, Sergeant Reaper. Appreciate it. Uh, the second one came from Beast, who says, Fitzy smells. I believe he's going for the Super Chat King. Uh, and that's why he said that. Uh, and last but not least, uh, we just got a donation from, from a Super Chat donation from Psychotic. Thank you very much, Psychotic. I believe that puts Psychotic in the Super Chat champ lead. Uh, and that's what's happening. Thank you very much for your support, everybody. Uh, Blake Jenkins writes in and says, hey, bros, I'm getting married. Oh, congratulations, Yay. Blake. Yay. Uh, long story short, I asked a shorty to marry me, and she agreed since I can reach the top shelves at the grocery stores. It's a good Almost as cool as the yeah. fact. <laughs> that's he good. Says, yeah, he says, almost as cool as the fact that I'm getting hitched is the fact that my fiance wants to start playing Xbox like my family and friend does on a regular basis. And she even bought an Xbox and oh. Game Pass. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's awesome. What a woman. Yeah. So uh. I'm cheating and have two questions for y'all. Uh, here's, here's his questions. He says, first, what games, preferably from Game Pass, but I'm willing to buy some too, are good for beginners? She has only ever played Sims and I think a little Minecraft, but wants to play with me on Call of Duty and Minecraft Dungeons. Call of Duty is going to be a hard one. Yeah. That's and that true. might be one that actually ends your marriage early. <laughs> <laughs> so I would not I would not recommend Call of Duty. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons, I think, is I a think, decent one. I think that one's perfect, That's actually. That is the perfect. perfect game. Yeah. That is like a awesome version of Lego. Like, I always, for, for beginners, I have always said do a Lego game, like Lego Avengers, Lego, you know, Star Wars, any Lego games. This, Minecraft yeah. Dungeons, has taken the place of that. Mm-hmm. Minecraft Dungeons is so good for beginners and still very, very fun for gamers like us that are veterans yeah we'll say veterans because you're trying to improve your character and you have all the equipment minecraft dungeons is such a good game for couples and for parents and kids and everything i think that is a perfect one um as far as others i would always say lego games uh are very very good Mm -hmm. um a fun one that me and my wife play is uh um it's that cooking game, overcooked. 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 That one can, I mean, if you want just to ride the line on having an argument but still enjoying yourself, because yeah. you're like, get the tomatoes. <laughs> Why aren't the tomatoes on the plate? You know, that's a really fun one. Um, it's not like it's not like super stressful. You're still having a good time. Another game I would always recommend is a game called Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time. That game that's probably. Is that that was on Game Pass before? I don't know if it's still on it. Um, that game is an excellent cooperation game with a really cute story. Um, but you're basically you have to manage a spaceship together. One person's piloting, another person runs the guns, and you have to beat levels and stuff. It's a very very good couples game, I think, as well as uh, 
What's that game where you're like white puppets and you have to, that's a puzzle game. Oh, Human Fall Flat. Human Fall Flat, I think, is an excellent couples game as well. Yeah, um, I, I would also like to recommend, uh, if you haven't yet, have both of you should join our Minecraft realm. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of couples in our Minecraft that have built houses together and, and uh, anything that's like perpetual building really works well because you're not competing you're not there's no the end game is to create something cool that works as well and one more piece of advice from me that i do is we play like we're playing my wife and i are playing resident evil 2 together and we just take turns so we watch because it's very cinematic it's very story driven and that's a that's a good one to because it's scary and it's scary and you just pass the controller back and forth old school style uh that's also a great way to do do it with some single player single player games jordan anything we're missing out on here no i th- i i think minecraft dungeons is the new one because i it's kind of that sweet spot where it's just like minecraft actually i yeah. mean you can you can have a beginner come in and play and have fun and the even the enchantment system's not super difficult to understand but being a veteran player you can really min max certain things with your enchantments with yeah. your gear you can go for a build uh you know i mean it, it's quite well all playing together you know what i mean it's yeah. it's got fun boss fights that you can it, i mean the game has a variety of difficulties that you can go down yeah. and up and stuff. i mean it's, it's built for kind of it, it's it's really good it's really well and done for new players it's a pro for veteran players it's a con but one button does everything <laughs> so you could accidentally be trying to hit somebody or revive somebody at the same time and oh yeah, yeah. it's really frustrating for veterans but Really simplified for other players. True. So. <laughs> a great question. Uh, his second part of his question was second. He says, I'm almost finished with my house. He says, it's a smaller house, uh, and I'm moving her in after the wedding. Do you have any suggestions on how to mitigate my annoying her with chatter in a small space with only one interior wall p- for privacy? So it sounds like it's a studio uh, type of apartment. Yeah. Maybe there's a one be- maybe a one-bedroom apartment uh, or townhouse type of deal. Uh, any suggestions? Soundproofing? Maybe. So... Definitely headphones. Um, headphones. And and there's a couple type of headphones you can get. We personally, we've mentioned it on the show before, we like open back headphones. Uh, that that makes it so you can still hear her if she's like yelling at you to do something or something. I find that, um, I know my wife has personally said that she enjoys that because she sometimes, she just gets scared sometimes. And yeah. knowing that I can hear her is a big deal. If she's like needs something, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. If someone broke in. Yeah, yeah, you know. Otherwise, because a lot of the time I have like sound, really like you like, can't get in touch. You're being with me. robbed behind you. Yeah, and you're and just, like, like, your game. I'm just like, oh man, that's a great game. <laughs> you know, um, open back, open back headphones. Just look for look for stuff like that. We use the Sennheiser. Yeah. Uh, what are they called? Ones. The Sennheiser ones. Those are really nice. Those are wired. But get headphones for sure. As far as communicating. Uh, that's tricky because I, I actually had to experience that when I was uh, sharing a basement and stuff like that. With- I actually have a piece of advice for that. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Uh, it's an expensive. Well, it's an expensive solution, kind of. It's less expensive than like soundproofing a room. But uh, as far as communication, you can buy the Astro Mix Amp separate than. So the Astro headphones are like three hundred dollars. But for like one twenty five, I want to say you can buy the Astro Mix Amp that George. Uh, Jordan Men actually has as well, uh, but I have it. And what you can do is you can plug it up to a PC, and you can go in and say there are mic settings there, and you can turn your mic settings. They actually have presets there to a room that is super quiet, and what it does is it bumps up your mic whenever you speak. 
so that you can be speaking really softly. You but can whisper almost. You can whisper yeah. and everybody can hear you. That's uh, good. That's a great solution. And then what it does is it, it downloads it into that mix amp for you and you plug that mix amp up to your Xbox or if you're PC gaming, you can also use it in your PC. Yeah. Uh, it also has the added benefit of making your sound amazing through your headphones. Because well, you can level like everything individually, right? Every, so, everything yeah. can be leveled. Yeah, your chat, your voice chat, your party chat, your game. All right there at the press button. It's got profiles, <laughs> knobs. It has two knobs. It's two knobs. got two knobs that you can just, you know, take care of things. Uh, so that that would be my that would be an easy solution that doesn't require construction or anything like that. So I would so you could say that. like you could talk really quietly. You could talk, you know, and hey, they would hear you just. Although, hey guys, how you doing? Now? I will say it would be pretty awesome if you go down to Home Depot and you literally just build out like maybe a. <laughs> I don't know five by five square. Well, if, right if money, you know I mean? okay, if money, that would be pretty cool. Well, if money's not an it's issue, it's just like it's like a and phone. Just put booth. it outside. Yeah, listen and, and have a power no. cord going yeah. into it. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. There's and already you just a pull it over the top of. There's you. already a pre-built solution. In if money is not an issue and you've got a few thousand dollars to blow, just search up corporate sound escapes and what they are. They're basically phone booths. Meant for corporate open offices that you can go in and have a phone call in. It's completely soundproof. <laughs> or they have like laptop things for your laptop. Just run, make that your gaming station. It's a few thousand dollars, but it's an all in one. It's like a, I'd say it's like Is three. Is it blue and does it say police on it's it? It's like three by three. <laughs> Doctor Who appears. It's like three by three space, three feet by three feet. Maybe it's four foot by four foot space. You can get a custom one. Though, and then like it's like, your desk it's like eight feet tall. Just put that in the corner somewhere. Have put your screen in there, is it, dude. That would be amazing. Is it, it's air conditioned as well. Is it glass so like yes. your wife no. can come? Yeah, and knock it has glass. It's a glass door. It's a glass door. What you do is you put that on top of like a frame of wheels with an engine, and so you can actually like drive around while you're playing. Roll it around your house. <laughs> no, dude. But if you have money to and you want full and you could scream in that, it's completely soundproof. Wow. Yeah, get That's like a, cool. how cool it would be to I've have de- a Hot Wheels underneath I'm you. I'm debating like those. purchasing one of those for my house. That's why I know all about that. I've done research. <laughs> At that point, you know, then you just get the uh, you get the virtual reality Doesn't race Tim cars. Doesn't Tim the Tatman to- stream in a closet? I don't is this stream set up a closet? I'm pretty sure it is. Just do that. Just move your stream set up into well, a he closet. Well, ha- he's saying he doesn't have that. Yeah, it's, it's one interior wall. It's bit one interior wall, right? Oh, so it's like a studio. Yeah. So uh, just make a closet. Yeah, just build a closet. No, I like the the real solution is the Astros. Yeah, and, the Astros. Or just being quiet. Yeah, just just no communication. I just use only play games that have an excellent ping system. Ping? Ping. Ping. Oh. ping. <laughs> Get a game that, that lets you urinate whenever you need to. <laughs> whenever you need to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, great question, though, and congratulations on your wedding, Blake Je- Jen- Jenkins, and thank God she said yes. <laughs> uh, that does us for this episode, everybody. Mm-hmm. Ubisoft, join us this Sunday, 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 for the live stream, the live reaction. We're going to be watching it as a community here. It's going to be a good time. Jordan, what are your plans? Oh, you're, that's right. You're going yeah, to the gonna, Minecraft Netherrealm. I'm going to yeah, play some more Minecraft Dungeons, play some regular Minecraft, and if the rumors are true, hopefully some Hyperscape. Yeah, also, guys, Gamer Daily News is back. Don't know if you guys know that, but what is Gamer Daily News, you ask? Well, it's gaming news each and every single day in under under 10 minutes. I almost said five minutes. In under one minute. Should I just make an under <laughs> one minute one? And there's news. <laughs> see you next time. <laughs> there's news, guys. See you next time. Have a great week, everybody. We'll see you later.